Good morning on this Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. Uh, thank you for joining us for Maddens and Prayers. We'll be following the service of Maddens, page 219 in the Lutheran Service Book. And our psalm today is psalm number 117, psalm 117. And our hymn is hymn 615, stanza three. Hymn 615, stanza three, when in the hour of deepest need. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ. Alleluia. Blessed be God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh, come, let us worship Him. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise unto him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. The deep places of the earth are in his hand. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hand formed the dry land. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Blessed be God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, 
Psalm 117. the Lord all nations, extol him all peoples, for great is his steadfast love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. (coughs) Our hymn is hymn. 615, him 615 stanza 3, when in the hour of deepest need, 615 stanza 3. For you have promised, Lord, to heed your children's cries in time of need. Through him whose name alone is great, our Savior and our Our reading today comes from Romans chapter 9, beginning in verse 19. You will say to me then, why does he still find fault? For who can resist his will? (coughs) Excuse me. But who are you, O man, to answer back to God? Will what is molded say to its molder, Why have you made me like this? Has the potter no right over the clay to make out of the same lump one vessel for honorable use and another for dishonorable use? What if God, desiring to show his wrath and to make known his power, has endured with much patience vessels of wrath prepared for destruction? in order to make known the riches of his glory for vessels of mercy, which he has prepared beforehand for glory. Even us, whom he has called, not from the Jews only, but also from the Gentiles. As indeed he says in Hosea, those who are not my people, I will call my people. And her who is not beloved, I will call beloved. And in the very place where it was said to them, you are not my people, There they will be called sons of the living God. And Isaiah cries out concerning Israel, 
Though the number of sons of Israel be as the sand of the sea, only a remnant of them will be saved. For the Lord will carry out his sentence upon the earth, fully and without delay. And as Isaiah predicted, if the Lord of hosts had not left us offspring, we would have been like Sodom and become like Gomorrah. What shall we say then? The Gentiles, who did not pursue righteousness, have attained it, that is, a a righteousness that's by faith, but that Israel, who pursued a law that would lead to righteousness, did not succeed in reaching that law? Why? Because they did not pursue it by faith, but as if it were based on works. They've stumbled over the stumbling stone, as it is written, Behold, I'm laying in Zion a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. And whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks Thanks be to God. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Lord, I love the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Lord, I love the habitation of your house, and the place where your glory dwells. Our reading today comes from the words of Martin Luther. Now, as I've often said, God's word teaches us that the sacrament of baptism has three parts. The first is just natural water. Baptism is water. But there is something more which is added to it, which makes this water glorious and holy, makes it, in fact, the real baptism, namely the second part, God's word, besides and with the water, which is not something we have invented or dreamed up, but is rather the word of Christ, who said, Go into all the world and baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. When these words are added to the water, then it's no longer simple water like other water, but a holy, divine, blessed water. For where the word of God, by which he created heaven and earth and all things, is present, there God himself is present with his power and might. We must not look upon the water as simply water, without the word, but rather know that the word with and beside the water constitutes the substance of baptism. As St. Paul says clearly in Ephesians 5.26, that Christ washed and cleansed his bride, the church, by washing of water with the word, which is quite a different bath and washing 
than that which occurs through natural water or human washing and bathing in a tub. For here, says St. Paul, is the word of the living God, which says, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In other words, here not a man, but God himself is baptizing. For when it is done in his name, it is done indeed by the Holy Trinity. Then there's a third part, which is necessary to make it a sacrament, namely the institution or the word which institutes and ordains baptism. For two kinds of word must be present in order that it be a baptism, one which is spoken with the water or baptizing, the second that which orders and commands us to baptize in this way, that is, to immerse in water and to speak these words. When these two come together, namely the command and the institution to do this, and the word with the water, which is used in accord with the institution and practices and administers the same, then this is called a baptism and is a baptism. We sing the Te Deum. We praise you, O God. We acknowledge you to be the Lord. All the earth now worships you, the Father everlasting. To you all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To you cherubim and seraphim continually do cry. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of your glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise you. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise you. The noble army of martyrs praise you. The holy church throughout all the world does acknowledge you. The Father of an infinite majesty, your adorable, true, and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. You are the King of glory, O Christ. You are the everlasting Son of the Father. When you took upon yourself to deliver man, you humbled yourself to be born of a virgin. When you had overcome the sharpness of death, you opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You sit at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that you will come to be our 
judge. We therefore pray you to help your servants, whom you have redeemed with your precious blood. Make them to be numbered with your saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save your people and bless your heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify you, and we worship your name for ever and ever. Grant, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy on us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let your mercy be upon us, as our trust is in you. O Lord, in you have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, hear my prayer and let my cry come to you. Lord and Father of all, you looked with favor upon Sarai in her advanced years, putting on her a new name, Sarah, and with it the promise of multitudinous blessings from her aged womb. Give us a youthful hope in the joy of our own new name, being baptized into the promised Messiah, that we too might be fruitful in your kingdom, abounding in the works of your Spirit through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who governs all things in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the prayers of your people and grant us your peace through all our days. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray for our nation. Almighty God, you have given us this good land as our heritage. Grant that we remember your generosity 
and constantly do your will. Bless our land with honest industry, truthful education, and an honorable way of life. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, from every evil course of action. Grant that we who came from many nations with many different languages may become a united people. Support us in defending our liberties and give those to whom we have entrusted the authority of government the spirit of wisdom, that there may be justice and peace in our land. When times are prosperous, may our hearts be thankful, and in troubled times, do not let our trust in you fail. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all of our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. As you probably noticed from our prayer for uh, today, uh, in the, from the Treasury of Daily Prayer that we prayed for Sarah, uh, today is the day we remember Sarah, and uh, here's a paragraph about her. Sarah was the wife and half-sister of the Hebrew patriarch Abraham. Genesis chapter 11 and uh, 29 and 20, 12. In obedience to the divine command, Genesis 12, 1, she made a long and arduous journey west along with her husband and his relatives from Ur of the Chaldeans to Haran and then finally to the land of Cana. She remained childless until old age. Then in keeping with God's long-standing promise, she gave birth to a son, an heir of the covenant, Genesis 21, 1-3. She's remembered and honored as the wife of Abraham, the mother of Isaac, the second of three patriarchs. She is also favorably noted for, our, for her hospitality to strangers, in Genesis 18, 1-8. Following her death at the age of 127, she was laid to rest in a cave of Machpelah, Genesis twenty three nineteen, where her husband was later buried. Thank you for joining us this morning for Maddens and Prayers. I uh, will be doing it again tomorrow, Thursday, uh, 9 o'clock here at Our Savior Lutheran Church. Hope to see you here. Thanks. May God bless you this, this day and, and also this week.